Hello, everybody, and welcome to Time and Attention, the podcast dedicated to helping you become a better, more intentional human being. I'm the co-host of this show, Chris Bailey. This is episode number 86, The Habits We Take For Granted. You take for granted. No, you take for granted. No, you got the title wrong. (laughs) It's oh. the habits you take for granted. Oh, not just you so and me. To, it's everybody. To, uh, should I go back? No, it's okay. Because it's everybody. It's not it's, just us. It's a typo. It's an inclusive you. Okay. Hello, everybody. Hello. It's been a while. It's been like a month since we recorded. It has. You had the longest lived cold I've yeah. ever seen you have before. It's still lingering a bit. Just a little bit. But it's. Uh, I think I'm at the point of the cold where my voice is a bit deeper. <laughs> Slightly more soporific, uh, great for a podcast. Like Phoebe and Friends when she gets sick and just becomes a crooner. Mm. You can lean into it, become Friends. a jazzy, yeah. a jazzy podcaster. Hmm. Yeah. Never, never seen it. I know. I don't know how we've gone ten years together and you've never watched Friends, but we'll get there someday. We we should uh, chat quickly. Uh, we were bouncing around ideas for episodes before this. We should quickly chat about focus modes for iOS. We figured mm. not everybody. Uh, <laughs> we, we thought we were kind of hoping. Okay, does everybody who listened to this podcast uh, use iOS? Because then it would be a, a helpful topic to talk about. Uh, but in iOS 16, which came out a few weeks ago, uh, Apple re- Apple really doubled down on a focus mode feature, mm-hmm. uh, which we have both fallen in love with. We didn't think it justified an entire episode, but it's worth mentioning off the bat just because of uh, how helpful a feature it is. Yeah. I mean, it just means that you can have different kind of home screens on your phone and mm-hmm. on your watch, and they also sync up with your computer if you have multiple Mac devices or Apple devices. Yeah. But the nice thing about these different kind of modes is that when certain conditions are met or when you intentionally switch between these modes, your entire digital life just has a different focus, Mm -hmm. which is kind of wonderful. So I have one for sleeping, which turns on 45 minutes before I plan on going to bed. And so it, it kind of nudges me into that mindset where oh, my phone is completely black now and the only things on my home screen are my calendar for tomorrow and and podcast app, which sometimes helps me fall asleep Mm. and like a sleep tracking app. And then it just gets me in that mindset. So when I see my phone shift into this very black screen that's very dark and calming, I know I should be shifting into bed. And then at the same time in the morning, I have it shift into kind of my personal mode for a couple of hours when I know I'm usually working out at that time. And then when my workday starts, it automatically transitions into work mode. And then I have an additional kind of voluntary mode that never automatically triggers, but it turns off all notifications. And the only difference between work and this like do not disturb mode is it turns off notifications from you and my family. Oh, yeah! Because I, I feel get, so honored. I get I get notifications from you and my my immediate family in the in the work mode. Um, but if if I really want to hunker down and deep focus, I I turn that off and I have a completely different screen for that too. So it's like a a, a tune out the world mode. Oh, I love it! It's great. Yeah, I have one for work, just a general work one. I, I feel it's enough to kind of cover that that the different contexts of the work that I do. Uh, one for personal and again, one for sleep where just everything is shut off. Uh, but it's so nice because now, you know, you can do the custom home screens. You can say, I want this screen, this page of my home screen to be visible when I'm in such and such a mode. You can have the same app across different home screens. 
you can also change the face of your Apple Watch mm-hmm. to be different when you go into a certain mode. So the, in my work focus mode, I have my calendar displayed front and center, uh, a few work apps that I use throughout the day. It, just incredible, uh, the customizability uh, of this mode. Uh, and also focus filters are brand new. Uh, so if you have multiple email accounts, you can choose which ones you want to be visible in each mode. Same with calendar. Uh, and so just a little encouragement off the off the bat of the podcast. It's it's worth spending an hour or two uh, customizing this digital environment. Uh, if the stats are any indication, since uh, since COVID, we started to spend more and more time in the digital world, uh, more than 13 hours a day now, in fact. Uh, and so it's worth customizing that environment so it suits the intentions that you want to achieve. And I mean, it won't take you an hour to set this up. Well, it might it took take me an you hour. 20 minutes I, to I, set I, I this up. I went to town. I mean, I have all of my things set up too. Pretty How long did it take you? It Twenty took... minutes. What? Tops. Yeah. Oh. I'm just so much more efficient than yeah, you. Yeah, you must. Be. But I do think the watch face thing is really nice. So if you do have an Apple Watch and you're in this, what is it? Walled ecosystem. Walled garden. Walled yeah. garden. That's it. Walled garden that they've <laughs> nicely built for us. Yeah. Um, Where the they watch... extract money out of you. Yeah. <laughs> so many things. Anyway, but uh, the Apple Watch is really nice because it, it the when I notice my my home screen on my watch is different. It's kind of a reminder that I should be working. <laughs> so on those moments where you kind of your focus starts to drift, every now and then I'll look at my watch and it has a completely different screen and it's a, oh yeah, I should be really deep, I should deeply be working. Yeah. Love it. It's a nice little nudge. All right. So back to the task at hand. Yes. The habits at hand. The habits at hand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The habits we or you, everybody has these. Everybody has these. I mean, yeah. it's the habits you don't notice that you have. I mean, I'd be willing to bet that most people who are listening to this regularly brush their teeth. And you can have, even if you're super tired or if you've had a really long day, or maybe if you've had, even had like a few drinks oh. and you're going to bed, you probably still brush your teeth. Like that's just one of those habits that most people really have in place. And if you pause and think about it for like two minutes, you would probably notice that you have a lot of other really mm-hmm. good habits in your in your life that are already in place. Yeah. And you know, th- this is the magical thing about habits mm-hmm. is... With enough repetition, a habit doesn't just become automatic. You also get to the point where it becomes invisible in your life, so uh, integrated into our daily routine that we just no longer think about it whatsoever. Uh, And so we all have habits, you know, brushing your teeth. It's a a small dividend every day, but it's a pretty sizable dividend over time. We all have habits that are actively providing us with these dividends, Uh, whether they're reading rituals, which provide us with knowledge and the uh, ability to connect information, whether it's a morning or a nighttime routine, which allow us to uh, calmly ease into and out of the day, whether it's an exercise regimen, which keeps us fit and mentally healthy. Uh, you know, we we talk a lot about habits that we're trying to form on the podcast. Uh, we talk some about how to break our bad habits. Uh, we talk about good habits that are worth forming too. Uh, but this episode, we wanted to really zero in on habits like that, that we have all formed in the past that are actively providing us with dividends that are worth reflecting on just about the dividends they provide, but that are worth investing in going forward because the things that are going really, really well don't require as much of an investment to keep going as something that's brand new. 
Yeah, and the reason they're already habits is because they're serving you, right? Yeah. They're, there's, they're providing something for you. Yeah. And so for a lot of people, you might find that these kind of already built-in habits are keystone habits, these mm-hmm. kind of things that allow other good things to happen in your day-to-day life. A keystone habit is kind of like the, the first domino in a series of 10 others where once it falls over, it knocks over a bunch uh, where it, it kind of cascades through your life, right? Yeah, exactly. And so... I think we just wanted to take a couple of minutes yeah. to to talk about how you can notice which th- habits you already have and then how to maintain these in your mm-hmm. day-to-day life. But before we do that, like what kind of what kind of uh, built-in habits do you already have? This was a fun one to reflect on actually. because <laughs> uh, so often, you know, uh, pr- productivity like in- investing in productivity, which is something we talk a lot about uh, on the podcast, it-, it implies on some level that you're not entirely satisfied with how much you're accomplishing and how much progress you're making. But the fact of the matter, you know, that's kind of the irony of productivity advice in a way, but the fact of the matter is we all make sizable progress each and every day, especially if you're the kind of person to listen to a podcast like this one. And so it was a an amazing uh, opportunity to reflect on some of those things, the progress that we all make automatically. Uh, I made a little list. Let me of go through, you, you want me to go through it? You did sure. too. I see it in the I show. Did, I did, but I only followed your suit. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so hitting the goals on my fitness tracker each and oh, every yeah. day. Coming back to the Apple Watch, I guess we're just obsessed. We're tools. for <laughs> We're shills uh, for Apple. Uh, my 30-minute meditation ritual mm-hmm. every day, which I wouldn't give up for the world. It keeps me keeps me calm. It keeps me, keeps me grounded. Uh, drinking green tea instead of coffee. Love it. Love the L-theanine. <laughs> you, you, you were saying earlier, we talk about green tea too much on, on the podcast. I just feel like we but... give caffeine and coffee a bad time. But I mean, lots of people love their coffee. So mm-hmm. I, I want to make it clear. We don't hate coffee. It's just not for you. Yeah. Yeah. But drink green tea instead. Uh, multiple date nights uh, every week with you. With me with or wife. breakfast dates. I'm a big fan yes. of breakfast dates. Yes. I feel like people don't lean into the morning time for dates enough. And I mean, neither of us are big drinkers. And no. so, I mean, we, and we also like breakfast more than dinner. So I think people yeah. really zoom in on, you have to go for dinner for dates. And that's the only thing that counts as a true date. I love brunch dates and yeah. like going or breakfast dates. Like even on a weekday, getting breakfast before work is such a treat. And it's such a nice way to start your day. It's and cozy. It's, a date. it's cozy. You yeah. put on a sweater. You don't have to really dress up too much. You can just kind of mosey on over. Morning breakfast dates. Yeah. Trying to make this a thing. Let's let's bring it back. I mean, we have it's never stopped for us. Twenty twenty two, the year of the breakfast date. Uh, <laughs> a family chat is is one that I have on here. Uh, uh, several years ago, I started like a group chat with my family. One of my favorite parts mm-hmm. of the day, uh, and frequent inter- intermittent fasts, which I've kind of made a habit out of doing. If I, you know, feel really full after a meal, I'll say, okay, well, that's that's the last meal of the day, especially if it's a if it's a lunch or a dinner. And these things happen automatically. That they pay dividends each and every day. I love it. Yeah. What are what are? Well, I could see yours in front of me. Yeah, but, I think uh, there are a couple, and I mean the big ones are definitely the morning workouts. That's something I've started since I've had a bit of a more regular job. Yeah. Um, jobby I'm, job. A jobby job. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm definitely finding I'm really loving my morning workout routine. I never used to be a morning workout person, and have have 
I think I've even gone on this podcast saying I really hate running in the morning. You've been railing against. I know, I know. Wow. But everything has shifted now that I'm doing it more regularly and my running time is better. Like once I finally leaned into it and just kind of settled into the like rhythm of working out in the morning, now when I wake up, I'm just so excited to go for a run or like do yoga or whatever I'm going to do. But I mean, the morning workout has become such a habit and I'm surprised with how quickly it's become a habit because I thought it would be something I'd have to really like slog away at for years. Mm -hmm. And I mean, this was an easier, it wasn't like I was starting a workout routine from nothing. I used to just work out in the evenings and I've just shifted that to the morning. Yeah, And that's been, it's, it's stuck so well and I'm absolutely loving that. So that's like one thing that I've really been reflecting on lately is how well that fits my kind of work rhythms. Um, so I'm really loving that. And then the I do have a pretty solid bedtime routine. Like I do have a nice, I brush my teeth, I get ready for bed, I set aside my clothes and my and my lunch for the next day. Like my morning for like getting ready for work is so seamless because my clothes are already set aside. I already have my bag packed, my lunch is mm. ready, everything is ready to go. So my morning is super seamless. And it's because I just do that at night and I've been doing that forever. Mm. Um, and then the focus modes when I work, I mean, that's something I did even hey, before. <laughs> focus that, take a shot. Yeah. Even yeah. before I did the new iOS updates, I used focus mates pretty heavily. And now I just focus like- Focus mate or focus mode? Oh, sorry. Focus modes. Oh. And I, I've just like doubled down on that. Oh, which actually makes me think of focus mate. That's yeah. definitely a, a habit <laughs> I have every day. Cause I usually start my day with a fo- uh, focus mate, which is the, I think we've talked about it on the podcast yeah, before. Yeah. It's a web tool that you can use. It's just a website you go to and you basically have a one-on-one meeting where you set intentions for what you're going to work on for the next hour. And I find it a really nice way to like settle into a day because it forces you to like dive in and, and just you have a start time for and your you, day. Which you I work like. live on video with yeah. somebody from around the world. Yeah. Instant accountability whenever you need it. Yeah. I, I yeah. mean, I absolutely love it. I've actually talked to other PhD students or, or former PhD students in who now work in academia and they also used it. And I mean, I'm just, I'm just so excited that this is becoming such a thing. Yeah. So it's great. Um, and then the last two are kind of related where it's like this weekly planning, time blocking and time tracking stuff that I do. And I find that's very helpful for me to like really be mindful of where my time is going and how I'm spending my time in my day. Um, and even like how I structure my week, like every week I plan my following week um, and make sure I block similar tasks and like meeting days are usually blocked all in one. So I don't have to have meetings like breaking up my really focus time. And so that all collectively, this like weekly planning and focus timing and time tracking all kind of blends together in my head of like, I'm pretty good at managing my time, I think. And yeah. those habits all contribute to that. Love it. Yeah. So then the challenge, once you have these yeah. good habits that pay dividends is keeping it going. Yeah. yeah. And that is always the hard part, right? Yeah. I mean, people struggle to build new habits because they're hard to build, yeah. right? But even once you build them, you know, this is something that I fall into all the time with meditation. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I build a meditation and a habit in, into my day and it works so well that I stop doing it because <laughs> you, you begin to take the benefits for granted mm-hmm. and once you get to that point where there's no longer something that you're striving to achieve, it's very easy to let it fall by the wayside. Uh, exercise is similar for me too, mm-hmm. where sometimes I, I get into an exercise routine that is amazing. I feel uh, great every day. I feel strong. I feel, you know, I, and I just feel good, generally speaking. But it works so well 
that I stop exercising. Yeah. And it's never, it's never intentional. It, it always just kind of slips as other habits that I'm trying to form take their place or life gets in the way. And I think that's the case for a lot of people. Oh yeah. I think I probably do this a little bit with like eating really well, where I'm mm. super, super conscious about what I'm eating like 90% of the time. And then I'm like, <laughs> oh, I feel really great. So I can not pay as much attention and then that yeah. doesn't end well. Order, so. order pizza nerds. Yeah. <laughs> Best pizza in Ottawa. Yeah. yeah. If you are in Ottawa, get pizza nerds. Yeah. They're great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's one of those things where it's once it starts working, you're like, oh, I don't need to worry about this anymore, Yeah, which is not how the habits work. <laughs> so we're yeah. here to remind you that habits are worth, like if they were worth investing in in the first place and you're still fine, they're, they're worth investing in, then you should be mindful of whether or not you kind of... Letting your foot off the gas. But, but luckily, if you've formed a habit, if you've worked it into your day, it's kind of like a flywheel. What's where a flywheel? A flywheel is, it's like a big, or it can be a small wheel, a big wheel that can spin mostly on its own energy because hmm. it's in a vacuum or there's very little friction. But over time, it slows down uh, until it eventually comes to a stop. Oh, interesting. Uh, and so it's kind of like a flywheel in a way where you know, unless the conditions are perfect, uh, it's going to come to a stop eventually. And I think habits are the same way. But luckily with these habits that we often struggle to integrate into our day or that are kind of a long-term project that we work into our day, um, it's kind of like a flywheel in the same way where we don't need to really spin it all the way back up again if we continually invest a bit of energy into that system to reflect on how it's going and maybe to intervene a little bit if we fall on tr- off track maybe 5 or 10%. It's a lot easier to get back on track than if we fall off the wagon completely. So how do we do that? Yeah, so personally, wait, l- let me pull it up. I, I have a weekly uh, recurring task in things, which is uh, our to-do list app that we talk about frequently. Why isn't it low? There it is. Uh, that we talk about often on the podcast where it's just a task that says every Sunday, have I taken my foot off the gas mm-hmm. and nested underneath that, that task, which recurs every week are the list of the habits that pay the greatest dividends for me. Uh, so the ones that I mentioned, but also a few random ones, which I find I fall off the wagon with a lot that I need to really realign myself with often. Uh, meditation works so well that I stop doing it often. Uh, and I think a, a lot of meditators fall into that that category of, of people. Uh, exercise, certain foods that I want to avoid, uh, that falls into that squarely into that category where what, whether because of, you know, mostly impulse, especially with food and meditation, um, that kind of gets in the way of those goals. Mm, that makes a lot yeah, of sense. Complacency yeah. and, and peace time. It's so funny. When we were talking about this podcast episode before we before we started recording, we both realized we both have very some, something like almost identical. Yeah, like this weekly, this weekly uh, just trigger. check in like, yeah. hey, how's your how are your habits going? And we call it different things. I think you're a lot more formal about actively reflecting on your specific habits. I mean, that's a very common theme on this podcast uh, here, like way more structured than I am. No, you're more structured than than I am, aren't you? You have like, you have way more systems than I do. I don't though. I feel like I don't because you have like so many ritualized systems and I do not. So I just have a weekly thing when I'm doing my like planning for the week, the week ahead. I usually at the same time also just update this weekly note I have just yeah. called reflections list. I think you would qualify as a nerd about this stuff as well. 
Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it, sorry, but it's, it's basically just called like a reflection list. And I'm thinking, I kind of think of it as like a weekly journal rather than a daily journal where I actively mm. think about, okay, what's going well right now? What's not going well? And what, what is contributing to that? So is do it, you have questions on the list no, that you go through? It? Oh. No, I just, it's very open-ended. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't have any like structure around that. It. It's just a kind of open-ended what's going well, what's not going well. And it usually ends up boiling down to habits that are, either really serving me well or I have fallen off a little bit. Mm. Yeah. And so I think that's where it was really easy to put together these like, what habits do you take for granted? Cause I'm very aware of the ones that are okay. going well. Often <laughs> writing about yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, this is this weekly reflection thing. It's aspirational, right? I mean like not every week am I writing some big long thing. I went back and looked at it and it usually is like every other week I end up really like writing something down. Yeah. So it's not a, it's not a, a whole it's day. A, it's not a whole day yeah. or like a, a permanent fixture, but it's a, that's my best, my best intention is nice. to write this goal. Yeah. yeah. I probably reflect on these for about 20 seconds every week. <laughs> <laughs> and often the result of that is, oh, I need to schedule my workouts this week mm. or, oh, oh, I'm traveling this week or I've traveled a lot lately. That's why I haven't meditated. I really need to schedule them that next week mm. or I really need to like, just set an implementation intention of some sort for how I'm going to continue with this goal and spin that flywheel that, back up again. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that's really all it is. It's I just mean, it a, doesn't have to be, this doesn't have to be a really formal thing. It's no. just bringing a little more awareness into how things are going yeah. and what, what's working well for you. Formal productivity. <laughs> formal productivity. Yes. The boring version of this podcast. <laughs> Yes. Yes. <laughs> Though I think if a podcast is about productivity, there is a, a limit to how interesting and enjoyable it can be. Yeah? I think it's riveting. Yeah. Hopefully you all do too, listeners. We're, yeah. Welcome to Time and Attention where true crime meets productivity. That's <laughs> meets my, trivia. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. my pitch. The perfect com combination of podcasts. You think I'm going to get VC funding? No, no, I do not. It's the Uber of something. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> True crime and productivity. Yeah. All right. Good all luck right. with that. Merging worlds here, baby. Yeah. So we all have habits that we take for granted. You do too. Mm -hmm. Guaranteed. We all have good habits and we tend to focus so much on the things that we have yet to do, to do the things we have yet to achieve. But there's so much that's going well. And uh, it's worth the reminder and it's worth that weekly reflection. It can be lightweight. It can be journaling. It can be a simple nudge uh, on your calendar, on your to-do app of choice um, to keep you in that right direction and keep that flywheel spinning. Good luck. Yeah, good luck. So uh, time and attention. .fm is the website for the podcast. You are smiling because, uh, you know, I often complain that it uh, costs nearly a hundred. Oh, you're shaking your head vigorously. Uh, time to get over it. Yeah, I paid that like six months ago at this point. In happier website news, right, you gonna, did just update your website. Yes, and yes. It's great. I, I chatted about that a bit in the intro. But I know. I, I, I'm a big fan mm -hmm. of this website. Yeah, it looks great. As so. weird as it is to have the website be my name, I feel it's like, like personal brand. That's the term that comes to mind, which makes me <laughs> make a face, the same face I make when I'm eating a lemon almost. <laughs> but uh, but I, I love how this turned out and it kind of... Is letting me branch out into other things. Love it. Yeah, pretty cool. Timeandattention.fm, though. That's where you can find the website for the podcast and the show notes for the podcast, too. Hope you have a wonderful week. It's good to be back. Mm -hmm. We'll see you in a couple Tuesdays. Bye. Bye.